0: Lob Talk Radio. I'll get off.
1: Okay, I'll call you back. Love,
2: talk okay. Radio. Okay. Okay.
3: Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at eight eight eight. 235 7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Okay, Galloway.
0: Good evening to those of you listening to our live broadcast tonight, February 7, 2012. And hello to those of you listening to an Internet Archive within a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast some other time. You are listening to... uh, Yes, well, I also want to thank you for remembering when we air. And um, just a second here. I want to... Okay, yes, um, our guest has called in, so he's there and on hold. Um, yes, so I want to remind you, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Now, to call into the program tonight, you can call 619-789-6835. That is 619-789-6835. Six eight three five, And to send an instant message during the program, you have to go to the Blog Talk Radio homepage and select the link. Now, to find the program, if you don't have the link from my e-card or something like that, then you have to go to the um, Blog Talk Radio website. And in their search box, you should enter my name or the name of the program. And... Um, you know, Select search, and it will take you to the show page, and then you select the show. Okay, and any problems with the Internet links, give me a call after the program at 866-472-6094. And that, again, is 866-472-6094. Now, on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products, and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapy shared here, however, after consulting with your physician. Now, last Tuesday, we did a rebroadcast of my Michael Osner program uh, from 2008. He's the author of The the Miami Mediterranean Diet. And then last Wednesday, we did a rebroadcast of my Alan Cashaw program. Program talking about uh, financing your health care. And then on Thursday, we did a rebroadcast of my Immaculate Ilibagiza program. She's the author of Left to Tell. Now, if you missed any of those programs, you can go to my website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio link, and hear that archived program, because it will take you to the Blog Talk Radio website. Now, for appointments with me, that's face-to-face appointments or remote appointments, uh, call 866-472-6094. That's 866-472-6094. And I want to give you a heads-up. We have two upcoming live programs. Uh, February 21, 2012, we will be live with Kathleen McHugh, author of How to Help Children Through a Parent's Serious Illness. And then on February 28, 2012, we'll be live with David Fairfield. He's the author of Deep Happy. Okay, remember, you can purchase the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Visit www.amtherapies.com to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and or a friend. You can also follow me on Twitter and don't forget New Skin Supplements and Beauty Products where beauty and wellness meet technology. Now tonight I'm going to be speaking with Shayapa Tenzin Rinpoche and I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing all of that properly. I'm going to ask him when we do start the interview. Now he's the author of Living Fully Finding Joy and Finding Joy with Every Breath. He's the only English-speaking Tibetan Lama. And at the end of the program, we will discuss white willow bark and the asana, supta bada konasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. Okay, uh, as you know, we get get my news from ScienceDaily.com. And this one is entitled, Key Finding in Stem Cell Self-Reboot. And this comes from Science Daily's uh, post-February 6, 2012. A University of Minnesota-led research team has proposed a mechanism for the control of whether embryonic stem cells continue to proliferate and stay stem cells or differentiate into adult cells like brain, liver, or skin. The work has implications in two areas. In cancer treatment, it is desirable to inhibit cell proliferation, but to grow adult stem cells for transplantation to victims of injury or disease, it would be desirable to sustain proliferation until a sufficient number of cells have been produced to make a usable organ or tissue. The study gives researchers a handle on how those two competing processes might be controlled. It was pre- performed at the university's Hormel Institute in Austin, Minnesota, using mouse stem cells. The researchers, led by Hormel Institute Executive Director Zegang Dong and Associate Director Anne M. Bode, have published a report in the journal Nature, Structure and Molecular Biology, Quote, this is breakthrough research and provides the molecular basis for development of regenerative medicine, said Doug. Dong. Uh, this research will aid in the development of the next generation of drugs that make repairs and regeneration within the body possible, following damage by such factors as cancer, aging, heart disease, diabetes, or paralysis caused by traumatic injury. End quote. The mechanism Uh, centers on a protein called KLF4, which is found in embryonic stem cells and whose activities include keeping those cells dividing and proliferating rather than differentiating. That is, KLF4 maintains the character of the stem cells. This process is called self-renewal. The researchers discovered that two enzymes called ERK1 and ERK2, interactive KLF, This allows the cells to begin differentiating into adult cells. Now, the two enzymes are part of a, quote, bucket brigade, end quote, of signals that starts when a chemical messenger arrives from outside the embryonic stem cells. Chemical messages are passed to inside the cells, resulting in, among other things, the two enzymes swinging into action. The researchers also discovered how the enzymes control KLF4. They attach a small molecule, phosphate, uh, consisting of phosphorus and oxygen to KLF4. This tag marks it for destruction by the cellular machinery that recycles protein. Further, they found that suppressing the activity of the two enzymes allows the stem cells to maintain their self-renewal and resist differentiation. Taken together, these findings paint a picture of the ERK1 and the ERK2 enzymes as major players in deciding the future of embryonic stem cells and potentially cancer cells, whose rapid growth mirrors the behavior of the stem cells. KLF4 is one of several factors used to reprogram certain adult skin cells to become a form of stem cells called IPS, induced um, pluripotent stem cells, which behave similarly to embryonic stem cells. Also, many studies have shown that KLF4 can either activate or repress the functioning of genes and, in certain contexts, act as either an oncogen that promotes cancer or tumor suppressor. Given these and their own findings reported here, the Hormel Institute researchers suggest that the self-renewal program of cancer cells might resemble that of embryonic stem cells. Quote, Although the functions of KLF-4 in cancer are controversial, several reports suggest KLF-4 is involved in human cancer development, end quote, Bode said. Okay, now before we go to break, I wanted to tell you a little bit about my guest this evening. Um, His Eminence, Shayapa Tenzin Rinpoche, is the spiritual guide of Shayapa Monastery in Kathmandu, uh, the founder of the Tibetan Refugee Children's Fund, and the head of Ranging Yasha, which I'm hoping I'm pronouncing properly, incorporated in a non that organizes teachings and retreats throughout the United States. Buddha Field in Millertown, New York, is the future site of the Center for Enlightenment and Rinpoche's seat in the U.S. He has lectured at Harvard, Yale, Wesleyan, and the Naropa Institute. He lives in Nepal and New York. We're going to share some contact information later. And as I said, when we come back from break, we with his eminent Shagaba and Rinpoche.
4: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation.
0: Phythenia Izard here on Blog Talk Radio. Now remember on my website, www.amtherapies.com, you can preview and purchase the book I co-authored called 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Uh, my chapter is Naturopathy. Now, we are talking this evening with His Eminence, Shayapa Tenzin Rinpoche. He's the author of Living Fully, Finding Joy with Every Breath. And he's the only English-speaking Tibetan Lama. (coughs) To call into the program, call 619-789-6835. Hello, Your Eminence.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Fine, thank you. I'm so honored to have you uh, with us this evening. Um, Before we get into actually talking about the book and the philosophy behind the book, can you just share a little bit about what life was like growing up for you, what your youth was like?
1: Uh, I was uh, born in a Tibetan family in the Himalayas. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this uh, ancient traditional and our family we are very much involved in a uh, spiritual uh way of living so as a young child and you know, uh i was you know always uh, able to uh relate to a spiritual uh way through spiritual objects for instance uh, as a child uh, i never had uh, toys like a you know a cardboard, you know Mm trucks or Barbie dolls or (laughs) anything like that. I uh, was uh, much more uh, having to relate to spiritual objects such as bell and damaru and things like that. Mm -hmm. But that was uh, also very different from many people who are listening, I'm sure, where uh, and how they were raised. And then uh, as traditionally done, uh, I was uh, trained, uh, I was um, educated in our ancient Tibetan uh, Buddhist way, so I was very fortunate uh, to have this opportunity from a very young age where this traditional uh, wisdom and uh, uh, teachings uh, teaches us how to handle life in a meaningful way and a compassionate way, so I was very, very fortunate uh, to be born in this family and in this tradition and this culture. So. I was very lucky, you know, compared to many people who are growing up in this day and
0: age. Well, w- wonderful! Uh, it's always nice to find out how one, how another person's life began and how they sort of found themselves where, you know, in the area of interest that, uh, that they are now. Um, One thing, okay, first of all, the book is beautifully written. It just sort of flows so naturally and and smoothly and and effortlessly. I thoroughly enjoyed what I uh, was exposed to uh, in a short amount of time in preparation for this interview. Um, It has, just to give the listeners an idea, it consists of, 16 chapters um we're talking about about 279 pages so it's uh certainly something that i think everybody could appreciate and digest and uh learn from and grow from uh very well i don't want to say easily but um in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, so a lot of what you share, I mean, there's just so many questions I have, and I'm going to do my best to sort of uh, tap touch, tap into certain things that will give people uh, insight into your philosophy, your way of looking at things, so they'll understand what comes, what permeates through the text. Um, you talk about awareness of death and how it ensures a life lived with no regrets. Um, You want to talk about that a little bit, elucidate on that concept for our listeners?
1: Sure. And uh, uh, what you have said is uh, my way of uh, uh, thinking and my way of relating to life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to say that actually this is, Uh, not my way of living and uh, my way of seeing. Rather, this is ultimate, universal and uh, human uh, sophisticated way of relating to it. And I was lucky enough to have received these instructions and able to use it now. And I'm sure your listeners are all very, very intelligent people. And uh, when I uh, mention these things, I'm sure they will concur as their own experience because they have experienced this thing and only I am just mirroring it so that people can see it more clearly. And Mm -hmm. as as far as, uh, you know, experience of that and uh, seeing that we are all uh, very vulnerable, uh, you know, anyone who's listening and everybody uh, on this earth, as long as we are breathing, we are absolutely vulnerable because this breath uh, will end for sure, and at the same time, there is no certainty and guarantee this, that this breath will last until tomorrow morning. So, in that sense, we have to really look at each other uh, in uh, their eyes and with the compassion and the caring that, and this is in, uh, inevitable. Mm-hmm. Therefore, realizing the inevitability of our demise, it is very important to. Uh, really make use of this life in a very, very meaningful way so that we don't have regret. And uh, I said, even though we're discussing about impermanence, impermanence and death is not to discourage us from living, rather impermanence and talking about that is going to inspire us and uh, rejuvenate us. Uh, and it, it will make us even live uh, better because once we realize the death and impermanence, we will surely understand that life is not a rehearsal.
2: Mm-hmm. Therefore,
1: we have to live as if there is no tomorrow. And this is the benefit. And this uh, kind of sensitivity and the sophistication will grow when you are sincerely able to relate to uh, reality,
0: so to speak. Well to, to step aside since you mentioned inspiration I am interested in uh, you know having you share with our listeners what inspired you to write the book Living Fully and what is your hope what is your expectation with regards to it and people being shared with you know people
1: Uh this book is not so much of my uh, writing rather this book is uh uh collected uh Words of my oral teaching, which I have expressed to hundreds of people all over the world, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a live teaching that I gave, and then my students have transcribed it and uh, made it available because everyone felt that those words and those meanings are so uh, compelling that everybody can use it, everybody can benefit from it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that this is something that I have said, but I have no recollection. So when I give teachings and when I share this wisdom, it's my expression and my feeling is expressed. And sometimes uh, things that I have
2: expressed
1: at that moment never, ever repeated again. Therefore, I felt that it would be such a loss if we are not able to share this with uh, entire mankind as much as we can. Therefore, we have decided that this book is very, very valuable. And this book is something that people can carry in their life. And no matter what is happening, uh, to relate better and uh, to overcome their obstacles and difficulties and to be able to find liberation and happiness, we thought this book will really uh, uh, help and benefit people. And that was the real inspiration uh, behind bringing this book, Living Fully, Finding Joy in Every Breath.
2: Okay.
0: Well, now, you you say in your book um, that the first step to living, or you say uh, that the first step to living fully lies in examining our motivations. Um, could you elucidate on this concept for our listeners? Yes.
1: Uh, you know, I and, uh, feel that uh, our intention is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is important to have intention uh, that is... Uh, not limiting us and that is uh, bringing even greater results so to have a greater result and effective uh, result we have to have a compassionate attitude compassionate attitude towards everyone it's not that enough that we gain happiness for ourselves because and that at the end again will not be satisfying for us we have to be able to realize that everyone is like us everyone is interested in finding happiness as we are. Everyone is interested in freeing themselves from suffering as we are. Therefore, we are not different. We are all the same. Therefore, it is very important to realize our common goal and then try to achieve the common goal in a most effective and a profound way. So to achieve that, when we start our project or our meditation or or uh, even when we are eating a meal, or whatever, something that we are doing, intention has to be correct. Intention has to be compassionate, altruistic. And that is the intelligent way. Having that kind of intelli- an, uh, intention uh, make us more effective, makes us limitless in achieving uh, our goals. So this is the very, very important. And uh, when we have a good intention, pure intention, everything... Becomes profound and meaningful, and life becomes really, really uh, beautiful.
0: Okay. Um, we're getting ready to go to break whenever you hear that little melody come up. Uh, so hold your thoughts. Uh, you are listening to Wellness. Wholeness and Wisdom, with me, psychologist Prycenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you can visit my website, www.amtherapies.com, to find the link for purchasing new skin products. I refer to new skin as where technology meets beauty and wellness. We'll be back shortly with His Eminence, Shayapa Tenzin Grimposh, author of Living Fully, Finding Joy with Every Breath.
4: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com
3: or call 610-658-0135, Alternative Medicine Therapies.
0: With me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Check the website to see who my guests will be next week or what rebroadcasts we'll be doing February 14, 15, 16, 2012. Uh, At the end of the program, uh, whichever that program, February 14 on Tuesday, we will discuss the herb wild cherry and the asana supta virasana. I want to remind you again that those new skin products include supplements that, with the incorporation of nanotechnology, or are more efficiently assimilated into the body. Uh, their beauty products are enhanced by an age lock technology that promotes youthful skin. I call new skin where beauty and wellness meet technology. Okay, we are back with His Eminence, Shayapa Tenzin Rinpoche, author of Living Fully, Finding Joy with Every Breath. And remember, he's the only English-speaking Tibetan Lama. I think that's very unique. If you want to call in and ask a question of my guest, call 619-789-6835. That's 619-789-6835. And remember, February 21, we will be live with Kathleen McHugh, author of How to Help Children Through a Parent's Serious Illness. And February 28, we will be live with David Fairfield, author of Deep Happy. Okay, we are back with His Eminence, Ayapa Tinzin Rinpoche. Uh, Please, I hope I'm pronouncing all of that correctly. Is there anything you need to correct? (laughs) I'm sorry. Say that it's again. It's perfect. It's perfect. Oh my, okay. I was very concerned about that. Thank you. Okay, um, in Buddhist uh in Buddhism, honesty is an essential virtue. Uh, in living fully you write that to be completely honest with others we must be willing to take an honest look at ourselves. What gets in the way of people seeing themselves as they really are and and how are they hurt by self deception
1: yeah people you know are not able to see you know, everything as an illusion in the first place, mm. and uh, people are caught in this conditional web, and uh, therefore we are not able to uh, apply our intelligence in relating to everything, so we tend to project you know, outside more than we are truly able to. Uh, reflect on everything that we are able to uh, relate in a day-to-day life. So therefore, I feel that it's very important for us to have a reality check, so to speak. Mm It's very important to do that, and when we are able to do that, we will find no reason for us to uh, project, no reason for us to harm anyone no reason for us to have any negativity towards anyone if we cannot help them, because after all, everyone is struggling like ourselves. We're struggling to find contentment, uh, trying to find purpose and meaning and happiness, and everyone is trying that way. Therefore, we have to see them, and everybody is uh, support for us on our journey, and we are support for everyone. So that kind of honesty is very, very important, and that will make us then being able to embrace everyone without judging.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: Very good. <laughs> um, what, what I like about interviews like this is I I get so caught up sometimes with what is being shared that I – Actually, have to remind myself. Oh yes, this is an interview, and I have things I have to do here. I have to ask these questions. <laughs> uh, but uh, you talk about well, we we know that pop- popular popular cu- culture bombards us with all sorts of products that are allegedly making us happier, from sh- <clears throat> shampoo to cars to clothing. How can people, or what is your advice when it comes to uh, people being able to break away from these influences to embrace a simpler life? Uh, what are the benefits of achieving this simplicity?
1: Uh, to achieve simplicity is very, very important. And uh, I feel that uh, to achieve simplicity, we have to make sure our priorities straight. Mm-hmm. So when our priorities are straight, and even if we have a, a nicer shampoo or a new car, should be not bad, uh, not be a difficult and a negative thing. Because when our priority is straight, all these things will not necessarily invade, uh, enslave us, and we will not be dependent on them. Rather, we will be able to utilize everything, including material uh, stuff to enhance our understanding of uh, this life.
2: Mm-hmm. Therefore,
1: to achieve you know, simplicity, what we have to do, first and foremost, is to make sure our priority is strict. What is our priority? And, uh, thinking on that is very, very important. Then when you realize our priority, everything outside uh, is very, very manageable. So. We can have less things if you like to have less things. You can have more things if you like to have more things. Even by having more things, you have ways to manage yourself so that having more things will not make you more enslaved Mm -hmm. and uh, more busy and more distorted. So this is a very important way of looking at it.
0: Well, now, a lot of times when people think of simplicity, they think that they have to sort of become reclusive, withdraw from, uh, I guess, what we would consider real life uh, in order to to do this. Um, What what advice or guidance would you give someone who has that conception?
1: Oh, that... uh... You know, is uh, only feasible for uh, certain uh, people, but that is not the ultimate way. And I uh, don't uh, advocate that kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, uh, first, we should try that and, uh, being able to live in a dynamic form, mm-hmm. in a mindful way, is very, very important thing. Dynamic form, what I mean by that is by living in this world, How can we become a better person? Mm. How can we become an enlightened person? How can we make sure we are not enslaved by anything? How can we are able to take everything as an ornament instead of everything as something to be dependent on? Well, of course, you can go uh, and uh, uh, spend in a reclusive uh, area and uh, private area and spend in a very quiet way. That is fine, but that is, again, you're avoiding. And uh, even when you are in, uh, let's say, uh, in uh, some forest in a cave, you are not uh, free from your mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, Even in that cave, you have to deal with your thoughts. You have to deal with your emotions. So it's same whether you are in this life and uh, trying to handle it in a dynamic form or you are out in the woods or in the cave, and try to do a very simple life, a retreat. Either way, you have to find your priority uh, first. What is your priority? Your priority is able to make sure nothing can distract you. And not being distracted is the most important thing for living simply.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, I noticed, uh, this is a, a bit of a departure from my questions, but I, in, in in your book, you, uh, when you're talking about meditation, you actually said something about um, meditating with your eyes open. Um, can you sort of share the reasoning behind that and, and why that's a, a recommendation?
1: Uh, this you know, way of meditating is intelligent way of meditating. Therefore, everything must be applied in a natural form. Mm-hmm. So when we meditate, I recommend to let it open uh, your eyes and not to open in a very wide way, but whatever is natural way, you, when you are in the daytime, you are you know, seeing things. Uh-huh. Meditation is to not to escape from anything. Meditation is to face and face everything in a sophisticated way. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you are in a jungle and, uh, you, met, and uh, you are in a, in a jungle and all of a sudden you met tigers around you, by closing your eyes, do you think tigers will run away? <laughs> uh, do you think you will be free from you know, uh, <clears throat> harm from the tiger? Not at all. That's not possible. So if you are faced with all this tiger, it's better off leaving your eyes open and see what tigers are doing. How can you defend the tiger? Is it possible to defend the tiger or not? Is it possible to <clears throat> protect yourself or not? These things are possible for us to see. So as a meditator, if you open your eyes, at the beginning you will find that there is more distraction outside there because you are seeing everything. But slowly, slowly, you will find ways to overcome those distractions. You will be able to free yourself from those distractions. If you close your eyes, At the beginning, you might feel that, oh, I'm uh, meditating better because it's kind of like a blank. It goes when you close your eyes, but you're not meditating better. After a while, you will realize you are sleeping better.
0: (laughs) I I love that phrase. I think that's wonderful. Okay, good, but I wanted to get that out for our listeners. uh, The first time I'd I'd heard that. Okay. most of us have all sorts of routines and habitual thoughts whether it's our morning coffee or how we define ourselves as parents as employees as bosses how do these habits keep us from some fulfillment
1: well habits are formed when we are unaware of this dynamic quality that is unobstructedly arising from within so when this dynamic quality the energy is uh, coming one after another naturally we are not able to find uh, confidence to relate to them mm-hmm. as in a pure energy as in a divine so like a uh, energy therefore we tend to sort like a, attack to something we call it oh i like this then when you find that oh something that you like, then you want to keep it. So you want to feel that same feeling again and again. So then you create a habituation because of insecurity. Not realizing that there is an obstructive flow of energy which is going to come without having to attach to one particular energy. That awareness is not there. When that awareness is lost, we are habituated. Then we create suffering. That is the Uh, chain of uh, karma that we create.
0: Okay. Now, in many ways, the Buddhist concept of karma has gone mainstream, if you will. That is, uh, many people say what goes around comes around, but what does karma really signify and how can understanding karma change how people relate to others?
1: Actually, a Buddhist concept of karma is not something Uh, gone mainstream. What I feel is mainstream is able to embrace what is the most meaningful part of uh, their life, what is the most meaningful education that they have. People are very uh, intelligent, gifted, especially human beings are very gifted, and they realize if you are able to believe in karma, in the law of cause and effect, and you are able to uh, uh, be intelligent. When you are able to apply karma, you have integrity in your life. When you have integrity in your life, everything uh, becomes meaningful. Everything becomes celebratory. So I think what uh, I feel is like uh, instead of Buddhist concept of karma going mainstream, mainstream in uh, humanity is able to embrace their most meaningful quality, that is to believe in karma, by realizing that if you do harmful thing, you will pay price sooner or later. Therefore, it is very important for us to apply our intelligence so that we don't create any negative karma where we have to experience later.
0: Makes makes very good sense. <laughs> okay. Um, trying to, well, okay, i, I we're, that's almost, well, it's about time for another break here, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Hold your thoughts, and uh, everyone, you listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, we are talking with Shayaka, His Eminence. He's the author of Living Fully, Finding Joy with Every Breath. And he's the only English-speaking Tibetan mama. Please follow me on Twitter. I'm Alternative Medi. And we will be back.
4: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures
0: Hey, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Now, um, I want to remind you that you can purchase and preview the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Now, um, nothing's more important. In your health, but between the overburdened medical establishment, blaring crisis driven health headlines, and our own hectic lives, finding the information you and your family need can be next to impossible. We're here to help. We bring together 101 of the top minds in radically different branches of the healing professions to give you 101 simple, workable ways to attack disease, overcome unhealthy habits, and live your life to its healthiest potential. Follow the link on my homepage. It's a beautiful blue book link. Okay, we're back talking with His Eminence, Shayapa Tenzin Rinpoche. He's the author of Living Fully, Finding Joy with Every Breath. Now, um, many of us think of meditation as a relaxation technique, um, but you say it's much more than that. Uh, We touched on it a little bit earlier, but how will meditating transform the way people deal with the challenges they face? Okay, wait a minute. Just a minute. Repeat
1: that. Meditation uh, literally means uh, getting used to. Ah. So we have to think about what we are trying to get used to. So we are trying to get used to all our positive energies and the meaningful things in our lives, uh, such as compassion, love, you know, understanding and sincerity and the enlightened state of our being. <clears throat> so... When you meditate, if you just think of only a relaxation, you are limiting the purpose of meditation. Of course, meditation will relax you for sure, but that uh, did not really mean that uh, meditation has only that much to offer. Meditation has so much to offer. Meditation is very, very deep. So therefore, meditation is to get used to, to get used to our true qualities and uh, you're meditating in whatever form, whatever way you are meditating, whatever level you are, you have to remember, ultimately, meditation will free us from all suffering.
0: Okay. Now, um, in your book, you say, uh, toward the end, you say, remember, this is your life, so do not waste it. We are all getting closer and closer to death. So take responsibility to live your life fully. Seize the moment by living now. Make your life meaningful. How, what, what can you add to that or elucidate for our listeners? Uh, obviously, that whole concept of not wasting it. Because uh, can can, people hear that a lot, but I don't know if they really totally grasp the depth of what it is that that implies.
1: Right. What it is, is like uh, whatever you are doing, uh, in whatever form and whatever fashion you are doing, and is it possible to do something without regret, and without any regret for whichever way you did, whatever you did, however you did, and this is the key. What will make you not have to regret? So think about that again and again and again while you are doing anything, while you're thinking anything, while you're feeling anything. So if there is a way where you are doing things and then never feel that you regret it, which means then you spend your life in a meaningful way because your life that you spend did not cause you to suffer later, which means you are able to seize the moment in a perfect and meaningful way.
0: Well, again, I may be backtracking a little bit here with this, this question or this inquiry. When we talk about cravings for something better, the endless craving for something better or desire. What advice do you have for our listeners about the best way to grapple with that?
1: But uh, uh, craving for something greater uh, is a sign that one is discontent.
2: Mm.
1: So, first and foremost, now, we have to remember to see why we are discontent. What is making us discontent Uh, by craving for more and by chasing after more things if that makes us more content fine and uh why not we all do that and that is not the case by chasing after and craving for more never make us content and make us and feel that we don't need anything more than what we have so it's very important for us to remember why what is that making us discontent, first and foremost? So <clears throat> when we realize that we will find ways to manage our life in a meaningful way, an effective way, once we know how to manage our life, the craving for more is not going to always be there. Whatever you have, you will be able to make most out of it. So making most out of it, is the answer in stoicium for more than what you have?
0: Okay. Now, modern life has become, uh, you know, for some people, for many people, increasingly more complex. Um, you've devoted yourself to the ancient principles of Buddhism. How do these teachings apply in today's world?
1: Well, this ancient teachings of Buddhism is uh, nothing ancient, really. This <laughs> ancient teaching of Buddhism are totally relevant and totally valid for today and in modern days. So at at the same time, modern day people are even more equipped and more smart in finding that they can utilize these uh, wisdoms and these realizations. So in a way, these wisdoms and realizations are there already in this modern day and age. Only thing... The ancient time, the great masters have applied this and they lived life in a meaningful way and a complete way. Therefore, their compassion and they manifested in words and teachings. Those teachings are passed down from generations to generation to generation for over 2,600 years. So now people like me, we are able to share this with and, uh, people all over the world. So it is our so like, good fortune knowing that people are looking for it and therefore we are able to share this to them. So in a way, these teachings are so valid. These teachings are not so ancient. I, I feel this teaching is a very, very modern. And they, probably those who read my book, and they will concur with me, and they will say, oh, I already thought about this. Oh, I already know this. This is exactly I feel. Oh, Rinpoche is just reiterating it. <laughs> I'm just reiterating it. These are there in their heart, which by reading this book, it will reinforce them and make them believe in what they are you know, feeling. So this is why I feel that my book uh, has a similar role to play in people's life, and I hope you know, this book will be able to enhance uh, their understanding of life, and uh, this book will be a guidebook to how to live. And dare to lead life in this modern uh, society.
0: Well, I have no doubt that um, you about that uh, whatsoever, Uh, and I I I just encourage everyone. Oh, but while we're at this moment, would you share your website, uh, a website where people can go to get more information and purchase the book and that sort of thing?
1: Yes, uh, uh, book uh, is uh, releasing today, and which is a full moon day and a very Mm. auspicious day in our calendar. And at the same time, and today, uh, Amazon.com is offering a very big discount price. So anybody can uh, uh, order this book now, right now from Amazon, and they, they will be receiving it in a day or two. And then also uh, to have further information, and uh, like title of the book, livingfully.org is
2: ah.
1: our website And uh, my disciples have created a beautiful website. (laughs) And uh, all the events that are happening uh, with these books are also there. And I would very much love to share with your audience. And hopefully they will all enjoy it and uh, we will connect each other in a meaningful way.
0: Well, I always like to ask my guests for their final words of wisdom as we get to this point in the program. So, what what final words of wisdom would you like to share with our listeners?
1: Actually, I don't have much wisdom to share. Oh
2: my! <laughs> only thing,
1: only thing is, I feel that we all are friends. Uh, we are all here to help each other. If we cannot help anyone, we are not here to harm anyone. So, keeping the promise that. I will always try to help humanity, and I will always try to bring goodness in mankind is uh, my advice. And uh, if you cannot do help your friends, neighbors, family, anyone, and we do not have responsibility to harm anyone, and nobody deserves to be harmed because they are all already enduring enough suffering and pain. Therefore, why we add any more which will add negative karmas in our lives in the future to experience, and their consequences will be beyond imagination. So my advice is be a nice person, good person, kind, hearted person, and live life in the most meaningful way. And I always say this, life is not a rehearsal. Therefore, live as if there is no tomorrow.
0: Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Your Eminence, for sharing this time with us this evening. And I look forward to chatting with you again sometime. Absolutely.
1: Uh, It's my pleasure.
0: Thank you again, and have a wonderful evening.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Okay. Good night. Bye. Okay, folks, it is now time for our Herb of the Day. Now, tonight's herb is, excuse me, clear my throat there. Tonight's herb is white willow. And um, most of you know that my resource for the herb information is balk and balk. And the parts they say are used medicinally when it comes to white willow is the bark. Now, some of the phytochemicals include beta-carotene, lignin, uh, rufin. Uh, Cyrillic acid, tannin, some of the nutrients include calcium, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, selenium, zinc, vitamins B1, B2, B3, and C. Uh, according to Balkan Balkan, uh, it relieves pain, It's good for allergies, headache, backache, nerve pain, joint pain, inflammation, menstrual cramps, toothache, and injury. Now, it contains compounds from which aspirin was derived. So they caution uh, that they don't, they don't recommend its use during pregnancy uh, because it may interfere with the absorption of iron and other minerals when taken internally and should not be used by people who are allergic to aspirin. And now it is time for our Yoga. And tonight's asana is Supta Buddha Konasana. Now, for these uh, asanas and the information related to them, I refer to Ayengar's uh, method. I love his book. I love the way, um, well, the book I'm referring to is the Ayengar way. And I just love the way uh, the pictures are Set up, and I like the advice and the descriptions uh, very much. So, that said, I want to uh, present that now. Before I do, though, I want to talk about Dr. Shaw's um, advice with, reg- with regards to the uh, health benefits of the posture. Now, the benefits, according to Dr. Shaw, is that it tranquilizes the mind, expands the chest and lungs, tones abdominal organs, relieves pelvic congestion, relieves congestion in gonads, lowers blood pressure, loosens knee and hip joints. Indications include general physical or mental fatigue, insomnia, anxiety, and tension states, Respiratory disorders, like asthma and bronchitis. Gastrointestinal disorders, like colitis, diarrhea, dysentery, and peptic ulcer. Uh, Urinary disorders of urinary bladder, uterus, ovaries, testes, and prostate. Menstrual disorders, disorders of sex glands, high blood pressure, stiff knee and hip joints. Now, um... According to Ayengar, the way to practice is to sit in Buddha Konasana on a bolster placed horizontally. Uh, this, this posture is very relieving of uh, menstrual stress and is a very soothing uh, posture. Actually, it's one of my favorite postures. Um, and you take a long belt or two belts tied together, pass it behind the sacrum, over the thighs and shins, and under the feet, Make sure the belt goes across the base of the sacrum. Tie it so that the buckle goes between one thigh and the calf. Pull on the belt to bring the feet close to the trunk. Now you're going to slide forward off the bolster and hold it firmly. Lie back over it with the shoulder on the floor. If necessary, support the head. Tighten the belt without creating strain. Take the arms over the head and stay for from 5 to 10 minutes. Breathing evenly. Um, inhale, come up, untie the belt. Okay, and I, as I said, it's a very relaxing and uh, soothing posture. Now, you have been listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio on the Internet. Now, you want to check the website. Um, www.amtherapies.com, uh, and uh, to see who my guests are going to be or what rebroadcasts we're gonna, I'm gonna run next week. Now, at the end of next week's program, we will discuss the while sharing and the Asanas, the severe Asanas. Use the link on my site to the program live.
2: I pause uh, so the AM Also, the
0: I can amtherapies.com for my blog go to go there to purchase
2: uh the product and
0: Well, as a reminder, since I do have a couple of minutes left here, I want to remind you that we I have two live upcoming programs that I want to remind you of. That's February 21, 2012. I will be live with Kathleen McHugh, author of Helping Children uh, Cope with Serious Illness of Their Parents, And then on February 28, 2012, I will be live with David Fairfield, author of Deep Happy, How to Go There and Come Back. those two, I, I'm, you know, trying to make sure you know of our live programs, so you can call in and, uh, you know, ask questions of the guests. Um, also, if you have suggestions of programs you would like to see in the future or guests you would like me to um, consider and for future programs, do feel free to send me an email at consult at amtherapies dot com. Uh, you can also Send um resume if you
2: interested in interning on the program. Um, I would love to have somebody who the um, so again,
0: don't forget us next week. It's Valentine's Day, Tuesday, so happy Valentine's in advance. Uh happy Valentine's Day and yesterday broadcast that you happy. I plan on upgrading Monday. So again, welcome, fullness,